Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey guys, on the monorail. Hey, I love that t-shirt over there. Oh, you mean the one with Queen Grunhilda? No, the one with the pre-old hag. Oh, you mean Claudia Elizabeth Maria Von Vinnigan? Yeah, who else? No smoking, please. There's so much in life worth celebrating. Welcome to episode 213 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. And I'm Alex. Today, we will be giving the his on the Evil Queen. Right now, we're recording live for our Goof Troop members. What's our Goof Troop, you might ask? Well, we're not the same Goof Troop from the Goofy movie, for legal purposes. But our Goof Troop is a group of amazing individuals, aka Disney adults, basically. And uh, they're all fans of the show. And they have access to a Discord where we all talk and hang out. They get access to watching us record live, monthly giveaways, and honestly, friendship. I mean, we've all become such close friends with, uh, with all of our Goof Troop. And I keep saying Goof Troop, but it's our Patreon. You can uh, check that out in every single description, in every single episode uh, description, or anywhere you, you find Dizzes, you will find our link tree. You hit our link tree and you'll be able to find all of our socials. You'll be able to find our Patreon. Everything is right there for you. So if you want to join our Patreon for as little as $2 a month, you can be a part of our cool club. Um, other than that, we got merchandise on there, too, where you can get really cool Diz His um, uh, Pride tees. We, we come out with uh, seasonal tees on there and, and uh, blankets if you want to sleep with uh, Alex and my face on it or something like that. I don't know. Um, but if you want to get in contact with us, Alex, how can you do that? Well, you can send an email to dizhispod at gmail.com. That's dizhispod at gmail.com. And while you're listening to the podcast, why don't you pause really one second when I'm done talking and go and give us a five-star review, please, on whatever podcast platform you listen to us. A five-star review that will allow us to get out to more people, more people will see us, start listening to us, and uh, it'd be good for everyone around. Yeah, you know what else, Alex? You can... uh also just message us on social media just like renata uh reached out to us and said i listen to you guys while i'm at work mind you this is a quiet office so earbuds in do you know how hard it is to not bust out laughing mm -hmm. love you guys keep doing what you do um these little messages are just really cool yeah that's awesome i love that uh we're bringing someone the funniness at their job it's funny when you listen to a podcast and it's funny uh -huh. and you're trying not to be laughing loud like you're in a store and you start cracking up laughing and you're like oh man people are gonna think i'm crazy or crying in some instances i, I don't got podcasts this is too but i guess <laughs> that episode we did on bambi oh my god um no thank you uh thank you for reaching out and seriously anybody if you have you know an extra minute in your day and just want to send a little message in, we we will read it on air and uh it makes our day i'm, I'm happy that we can help you know make you laugh and make your day maybe on a bad day uh, we love reading stuff like that so thanks again for reaching out yeah i think we're i think we're a hundred percent for sharing someone's comments or messages to us absolutely this is what we do it for we do it for you guys we don't do it for me and alex because um no no we don't do it for no, us no i don't i don't spend less time with my kids no. for me i do it for you guys i do spend less time with my wife for for me <laughs> i'm just kidding i just said that because she's not she can't hear me right now um no i love you for listening 
please take me back. <laughs> so anyway, uh, today, <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of the devil, we're doing the evil queen today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. No, my wife is I'll great. Cut that. She's the opposite. She's the, um, I don't know what the opposite would that be. So anyway, today we're doing the evil queen, and I'm really excited to get into the history of the evil queen. When we announced this uh, villain series that we said we'd do punctually every month, which was exactly what we're doing. It's very punctual. It's been 30 days. Yep. Um, I was For excited to months. do Evil Queen because I don't really know a lot about her. And I want to I want to learn her, Alex. I do. Yeah, I didn't know too much about her either. I'm not, you know, I don't I, on my free time, even though I host a Disney history podcast on my free time, I do not look up history for characters whenever I'm bored. Uh, no, not Evil Queen anyway. No, definitely not. But no. doing the history was interesting, and I knew it was going to be interesting because we did had done, um, we had done Aurora Maleficent last month, right? And that was very interesting. So I knew that this was going to be interesting, and probably you know very similar, which it is. It's kind of similar to how they got the the idea for this character, similar to Maleficent. Yeah. Now before we get into the intro, I do want to give one more uh, little announcement. Um, special shout out to Ryan last week for filling in. Ryan did a great job and, um, I was nervous. I was nervous leaving the show to Alex and, and you, uh, you, <laughs> you, you came in and you killed it. I'm just kidding. I love you, Alex. No, Ryan, seriously, Alex and Ryan, you guys did a great job and, um, I'm looking forward to missing next time so I can hear you guys again. <laughs> it, was, it was nice. It was nice not to hear my voice, you know, but anyway, more about the Evil Queen. So the Evil Queen, if you don't know who this character is, is the protagonist of the 1937 animated film Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. She is regarded as one of the most iconic Disney villains and one of the most iconic villains ever, actually being voted one of the top 10 movie villains at one point by the American Film Institute. Disney hasn't done much with her through the years, but even over 80 years later, she is still one of the most recognizable Disney villains ever. Now, Alex, mm -hmm. you say she's one of the most, well, I mean, people who voted her say she's, you know, one of the most recognizable villains ever. You know, what's cool is she's recognizable in both forms. Yes. I would say. Oh, yeah, for like sure. Like super, like super. Yeah. Right. You got the old hag form, mm -hmm. right? Then you got that, um, uh, man, surf suit form. <laughs> yeah. She has a black <laughs> you know? cow. Yeah. And then on top yeah. Of that, she's got the, the it's, it, crown. Yeah, it's like Batman if his ears were chopped off type thing. <laughs> yeah, I never really understood. Well, actually, not Batman because he's got the mask and everything. It's it's really like a like a surf suit. Like I th it looks like maybe she's a whole like maybe she's a. We'll have to get into the history, but she might have originated on like uh, the shores of California or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. She seems like she's a Californian. Yes, that's what I was. But thinking, definitely that's, you know? that. Maybe not the silhouette, but if you have the image of her, like you know how people do the um. Do do the art that's minimalist, you know, very little yes. details. You can do that with her, and people will know who it is for sure. Yeah, the stature, the uh, the crown. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's just it's she's uh, she's iconic. She's definitely iconic. I don't know if she's, and I'm I, I'm not gonna say I don't know. I I know for a fact she's not as popular as Maleficent. No, right? No, not um, no, not or I would say or Ursula. No, and and you know what? I think part of it is. She doesn't have a great name, the Evil Queen. It's almost like you don't. You know what I mean? I mean, we go. I I give her a bunch of names here in the history. Yeah. But it's almost like when you're trying to say her name, you're like the Evil Queen. Is that right? Because so like vague, right, right. you know. 
Yeah. And you got all, all these other nicknames for her as well, so it's easy to get yeah. confused. Now, on the opposite end of that, uh, I guess it is kind of cool that she does have a vague name, but a lot of people do still know who you're talking about, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess there's a flip side to that as well. But anyway, I'm really excited to learn uh, all these 45 different names she has. And maybe we'll rename the Evil Queen by the end of this. Maybe, <laughs> And maybe we'll have our Patreon members. Let's see. If you can come up with a better name for the Evil Queen, send it in chat. We'll read it out loud. Yeah, because, you know, Disney's listening. So maybe they'll, they'll take it on. Yeah. Well, we do have an early we do have an early submission from uh from Adam. He's renaming her the from the Evil Queen to the Evil Queen. I, li- I like that. I like it. I like the 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 Evil Queen. Yeah, as a as a the Ohio State fan, uh, I think you'd appreciate yes, that. Yes, yes, exactly. Slave in the magic mirror, come from the farther space. Through wind and darkness, I summon thee. Speak. Let me see thy face. What wouldst thou know, my queen? Magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? Let's get to the his on the evil queen. A lovely maid I see. Rags cannot hide her gentle grace. Alas. She is more fair than thee. Alas for her. Reveal her name. Lips red as the rose. The Evil Queen, also known as the Wicked Queen, the Snow Queen, Queen Igrid, and Queen Grimhilda, is known by many names, but is best known for her role in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. But even before Disney's 1937 movie debuted, she was known by another name, Claudia Elizabeth Maria von Vinnigan. This is the name of the evil stepmother that the Brothers Grimm based their fairy tale on. Maria Sophia von Erthel was born in 1725 to Philip Christoph von Erthel, an ambassador for an archbishop. She was known to her town as a charitable lady who helped everyone she could. In 1743, her mother died and her father remarried Claudia Elizabeth Maria, known as the Countess of Reichenstein. The Countess was stepmother to Mr. Von Erthel's seven children, as well as bringing two of her own children with her into the marriage. When Maria Sophia's father died, the Countess became domineering to her stepchildren, specifically the perfect Maria Sophia. Countess Claudia Elizabeth had a mirror her husband gave her before he died. It stood a little over five feet tall, with intricate decorations all around it. The Countess became reclusive and visited the mirror every day to remind herself of her departed husband. The mirror itself is actually on display at the Svesart Museum in Loa M. Main. This real-life story made its way around Germany until the Brothers Grimm took it and put their own twist on the tale, making it very successful. Their tale was named Snow White, and they turned the Countess into the Wicked Queen, the antagonist of the story. In the Brothers Grimm 1812 collection of stories, the Queen is Snow White's biological mom, but after 1819, this was changed to her being Snow White's stepmother. The brothers decided that their story shouldn't show harm to an actual mother, but an evil stepmother would be fine. In the Grimm's version, the evil queen uses witchcraft to try to kill Snow White, her power coming from her evil mirror. The queen orders a huntsman to kill Snow White in a forest and to bring back her lungs and liver as proof. He instead lets Snow White escape and brings back a wild boar's liver and lungs. The queen finds out Snow White is still alive, and in order to kill her herself, 
the queen turns into an old woman. She goes to Snow White's new house with the dwarves and sells her laces for a corset. The old woman laces the corset too tight, trying to kill Snow. She fails, so she returns to sell Snow a poison comb, but fails again, eventually giving her a poisoned apple. Snow White is awakened by a prince who weds her. The evil queen is invited, and upon attending, is forced to put on red-hot iron shoes until she drops dead. Wow. That's a, that's a lot of wow, Alex. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know where to start. I, I guess I, I didn't know where to start until you shortened Snow White down to snow. I just felt so uncomfortable. Yeah, I I hate calling her Snow, but I was tired of saying Snow White. I know, and I don't blame you. It's just I blame whoever named her. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. just that's just weird. Yeah, and you know what? It's, a lot of people call me Chris Yop. Mm-hmm. I think it's a two syllable thing. I think it's yeah. a, when you have two syllables, you just shorten it to one, and it just sounds a little weird. It just sounds a little weird. Um, just got back from Germany. It took me right back, Alex, with all these German names. This was uh, <laughs> yeah. All I all I needed as a as a an adult beverage in my hand, and I'm I'm right back there. Um, a lot of really interesting stuff here, Alex. What was your favorite thing to learn about when doing the research from this uh, from this paragraph here? Because this is a lot. My favorite was that the mirror is actually real and on display. Like I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I thought that I know was the, really cool too. I know the Brothers Grimm takes their tales from like tales, other tales. Like they take it and they made it one, which I really need to buy a Brothers Grimm like collection of stories. You know, I think it'd be awesome to own. You have um, Disney Plus, right? <laughs> yeah, why? It's all Grim Brothers. <laughs> oh, I know, but I want the actual one. I know, I know. Um, but I thought it was pretty interesting that, like, this was based on real people. Like, you know, Maleficent and all those tales are supposed to be based on real people. But this one is because you know, because there's a mirror somewhere. Well, we know where. I said it in a museum. But I don't want to say that word again. That, that city again. <laughs> but there is a museum on display that is supposed to be the mirror from the person who inspired the evil queen. Long story long, I went to Germany, that's why I missed the episode last week, and one of the tours was a, yeah, this is not the same place, but if you if you search this place, Lore am Main, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful little town, looks like it's out of a, looks like it's from Pinocchio, really. It's a medieval historical town. Mm. Wow, very cool. But anyway, there's a castle in Germany, and I guess if you typed in, but I guess if you type in real Cinderella castle, yeah, yeah, here it is. If you Google real Cinderella castle, um, it's the Neuschwanstein castle in Germany. Yeah. And um, that's the castle that uh, Cinderella castle was modeled after. Right. Uh, if, you, if you look at it, you, you get like very good comparisons. But I don't know. I just thought it was cool. All these little parallels of these like German folklore and German, you know, architecture, I guess, to Disney because um it's really like, you know, out of a storybook, some of these these places there. Even Sound of Music was, was uh, filmed a little bit in Germany. So it's just uh, one of those places where you have all these like whimsical looking things. And uh, and, you know, so that's kind of cool. It, it felt when I was there, it kind of felt like, um, you know, you were in a Disney movie at some point because of how like old everything was. But that's that's interesting that it's uh, in that little place. I wish I would have known so I could have taken a 16 hour train ride to go see it. That would have been <laughs> nice. I know how inconsiderate that you didn't do anything Disney. Yeah, I know. I did hold a German Disney book for three seconds and took a picture. And as soon as Ryan said, should we do a giveaway? I pretended not to read that message and uh, switched out of the store. <laughs> um, but anyway, these, uh, excuse my French, but these darn Grimm's brothers, Alex, see yeah. you on another story. Yeah, they're almost like uh, 
you know, it's almost like Disney was like, hey, they had a good thing going. Yeah. So I'm going to tell their stories. What are we going to do with these guys? I, I, I don't know who's more dumb. Um, us for believing the Grimms Brothers or the townspeople for believing that wild boars, liver and lungs, were human livers and lungs. I don't know if she didn't believe it because she knew Snow White wasn't, wasn't uh, dead. Oh, I guess you're right. It's probably I never saw human liver and lungs or a boar's liver and lungs. But I feel like if someone brought me a boar's liver and lungs, I feel like I'd probably know. Right. I I I don't know if I could tell the difference. (laughs) Also kind of morbid that that was the proof that that she wanted. Like, no, just bring me her liver and lungs. That's kind of it's kind of more. But I guess it gets the point across. His hands bloody on that one. Yeah, I uh, I do understand why that was not uh, put into the movie. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. They changed. You know, Disney does a good job of changing some stuff. Like, you know, if in the movie they had her uh, wear red hot iron shoes until she died, I think that would probably not go over well with parents. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. I could see that definitely being a little trigger uh, trigger warning if that was included in the film. Um, I also thought it was interesting that she sold her laces for a corset like that that was big back then i guess was uh oh, of course that's really uh, big door-to-door corset lace salespeople. <laughs> but then she put the corset she tied it for her too yeah very kind or was it no it was not no, because she's trying to kill, to kill her she's she failed. she's trying to help her figure the story of snow white grew becoming so popular that other writers decided to make changes to the story for their own artistic expression and some of the reimagined stories the evil queen is actually suffering from madness from her loss instead of being pure evil. She sometimes is not even the protagonist, but the anti-hero of the story. But when Walt Disney wanted to adapt the Brother Grimm story for himself, he decided the evil queen would stay the villain of the story. The wicked stepmother was drawn as being fat and comical in shape, which was later used for the Queen of Hearts in Alice in Wonderland. It wasn't until Albert Hunter joined the production that the animation for the film turned to a new direction. Disney hired Albert Hunter in his 40s and at the time was told by Walt to draw in order to inspire the other animators. Hunter specialized in realistic and sometimes gruesome art. It was his realistic sketches that inspired the team for Snow White to go in a different route than cartoonish. This moved the Evil Queen from a comical character to a tall, slender, beautiful, wicked woman. At a meeting for the film, Walt suggested that the paper mache mask by Art Deco illustrator Vladislav Theodor Benda be used as the inspiration for the Queen's face. For the witch that the queen turns into, Imagineers took inspiration from Arthur Rockham's illustrations of the witch in Hansel and Gretel. Per usual practices, actors were brought in to act out scenes to give the illustrators references. The witch for the film was portrayed by Don Brody and Maroni Olsen, who both performed in drag. As a result, the witch possessed certain masculine qualities that make her seem more aggressive and dangerous. The evil queen was voiced by Lucille Laverne, who had previously voiced the witch in the Disney animated short babes in the woods. During recording sessions, Lucille did well as a queen, but her witch's voice seemed too proper. Lucille excused herself for a few minutes and came back in, and read the witch's part perfectly. Later, Imagineers asked what she had done, and she told them she removed her false teeth for the witch's part. So, you know, after hearing this history, Alex, it, it's, it baffles me how unoriginal Disney can be at some time. It's, it's, so, like, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> It's like, it's let's so borrow funny. the story. What should we model the witch after? Ah, let's borrow it from this thing or that yeah. thing. And, what should we model the witch know, at? Like, something else that we borrowed from? Yeah, it's like, and then and then the sexism And they say Wikipedia then. made you copy everything. <laughs> and then the sexism 
uh, back then, I can only assume was sexism. We need to find the perfect woman to be a reference for this queen. Now, let's get these two men and dress them in drag. Like, come on. <laughs> like, come on. Hey, come on. And then they get a woman to voice. I'm surprised they didn't just like, get a man to voice and doing a high pitched voice or something. Yeah. Um, that was that was just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And I guess the Evil Queen does have a masculine like look to her, I guess, now you think about it. Well, you only see her face. I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I'd have to like rewatch, I guess, all her screen time, but um I don't know. it's she she's, looks like a okay. linebacker. <laughs> now you know why. Thanks to Don and Maroney. First of all, great names. Don and Maroney. Yeah. They're, they're probably former bootleggers who just need some work because alcohol was legal again. That's what it sounds like. Don and Maroney. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Maroney. Don Brody. But uh, this... Uh, Maroney Olsen, the Olsen twins' uh, great-grandfather, by the way. <laughs> this, uh, it was interesting because I was doing the history and I was like, oh, let me look up Albert Hunter. And this guy, like, won, like, some, he won a large amount of money. I forget how. And he pretty much could have retired, but instead went to go work for Disney as an illustrator. Really? So he just That's worked there for fun. And um, yeah, it's interesting that Disney won't hire someone who drew realistic and gruesome cartoons for fun. Like he drew like some of the art he drew. They sh- they said ter- they said described one was like a baby eating itself. Like that was oh. something he drew. It's like God. really weird stuff. You'd never think someone who worked at Disney would draw. But then he inspired them to go realistic instead of cartoonish, which they went for evil for, you know, Snow White, Maleficent. Wow. You know, kind of kind of helped them find themselves in how they're going to go about making these animated films. You know, not just I guess not for just for kids because the way they're stylized. Yeah. Yeah. No, sure. Yep. Yeah. No, I um, I don't know, man. It, it's interesting too. I know we see this all the time, but I, I it'll never not fascinate me that they use uh, live actors and actresses for these for reference for these uh, cartoon movies i always thought that was so cool mm-hmm. and then if you look at some of the behind the scenes footage of the actors and actresses kind of doing the scenes it's uh it's kind of mind-blowing because i'm not a you know i'm not an artist i'm not a, a filmmaker so um i'm not really familiar with the especially cartoon movie filmmaking process now it's you know, all made with computers, but um, more or less. But looking behind the scenes at some of this stuff and learning a little bit about this is is really, really interesting. And if you don't know what we're talking about, I strongly encourage you to go on YouTube and type in like, you know, old Disney movie um, actors and actresses for the cartoons. It's very, very fascinating. Alice in Wonderland is probably the best and probably has the most, um, probably the best content made for it because it's so interesting the way they did it and uh so if you are if you don't know what we're talking about you want to looking it up i would highly recommend looking up alice in wonderland because they do have a lot of video on the girl playing alice with mm. all oh, the yeah. stuff around her that she utilized while being filmed you never would think about it like hey let's make a let's make a cartoon okay who's gonna who we're gonna hire to act out the scenes we're making a cartoon what are you talking about Right. That's what makes it so interesting to me, especially like the, to the extent that they do it. Like they had these guys come in to do it, but they made them dress in drag. Like They really go that extra step. Like they unless Which you listen all to this was episode, like black clo- cloak. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, unless you're listening to this episode, I would assume. I mean, I'm sure there's other people out there that knew this, but you wouldn't have known that. Like you would not have known that the evil queen was portrayed 
in real life by two men dressed in drag. Like that's very, very like interesting that that ever even happened, you know? Mm -hmm. After Snow White and the Seven Doors premiered, the Evil Queen became the mold used for many future antagonists. The Evil Queen not only stood out due to her black cloak with a sharp angular face, but also for her strong personality. Her memorable appearance and catchphrases such as Mirror Mirror on the Wall have become ingrained in popular culture, showcasing the Evil Queen's status as an iconic Disney villain. For Disney Parks, she became a well-known character and heavy IP that Disney has used throughout the years. She is dominant in the dark ride Snow White's Scary Adventures, which can be found at Disneyland, Tokyo Disneyland, and Disneyland Paris. She appears in the second act of the stage show Fantasmic, seen at Disneyland and Hollywood Studios. The Evil Queen is one of the main villainesses in the fireworks show Wishes at the Magic Kingdom. She can be seen at Hollywood Studios for meet and greets. She plays a heavy role in the new Hocus Pocus villain spectacular during Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. She can also be seen on the roller coaster ride Seven Dwarves Mine Train at Magic Kingdom and Shanghai Disneyland. She can be seen at Tokyo Disneyland in the stage show One Man's Dream 2, The Magic Lives On, as the leader of the villainous trio. She even has a prominent role aboard the Disney Fantasy Cruise Ship, where she is a main suspect in the interactive attraction Midship Detective Agency. As the years went by, after Snow White and the Seven Dwarves debuted, the Evil Queen remained Disney's top villain. The character was not used much by Disney, but in recent years, with the resurgence of the villains to Disney fans, the Evil Queen is known by more than just Disney fans. In the recent animated cartoon Mickey Mouse, the Evil Queen appears in the episode Sock Burglar as one of the suspects. In the follow-up series, The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, the Evil Queen appears as the witch in the episode Once Upon an Apple. In the short, the witch is interrupted by Mickey on her way to kill Snow White. The witch tries to get revenge on Mickey, but this results in her poisoning herself in a multitude of ways. The iconic villain also appeared in multiple comic books and in video games, like the Kingdom Hearts series. Disney had announced that in 2024, they will release a live-action remake of Snow White. It is said that Gal Gadot will portray the evil queen. So, Chris. Alex. Do you love the evil queen IP at the Disney parks? Um, define IP. Anywhere you can see her. Like on a t-shirt or in person? In person, t-shirt, merchandise. Okay. Very uh, different for me. At rides. Right. Like, I didn't know there, I didn't even know there was a Snow White ride at Disneyland. Yeah, 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 there is. And no it, it was, it wasn't in Disney World at one point too. And they got rid of it, correct? That was, yeah, yeah, it was, um, no, no, I'm thinking of a different ride. No, but I think there was. Well, there is now. You're like arguing with yourself. I can't even get a I word know, in. I know, I know, I know. I don't think it was. Scary Adventures, are you sure? There wasn't one in Disney World as well? Yeah. Yeah, now it's Seven Doors Mine. Now they have Seven Doors Mine Train, but, but Scary Adventure. That wasn't changed. No, it wasn't changed to that, but I don't know what took its place. Uh, if someone wants to, where PhilharMagic is now, I think Adam says, yeah. So it was back back in there. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that it was in Disney World as well. Yeah, the, the animatronics were taken from that and put on Seven Doors Mine Train. Oh, I do remember that now. Yeah, say I, the I never rode that. Yeah, I never rode that one. Actually, I never rode either one. But um, anyway, so I don't know. I, I wouldn't wear a shirt with the Evil Queen on it. She's just stupid looking to me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> the, I, I just hate the little the surfer outfit thing. I just don't like that hooded thing. I think it's yeah. What is it? What is it? What is she wearing? Just a little hood to keep her hair is in. Is that historically accurate? Like, I don't even know. Is that a thing that, that queens wore back then? 
she wasn't a queen. Oh, I mean, she's a queen in story. Yeah. Realistic, accurate. I don't know. Maybe it's pe people. I mean, people used to wear that kind of stuff when they put armor on. Right. She's not wearing armor. No. Right. Right. Exactly. Was she not diving with sharks or something? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, I just don't, I don't get it. She looks weird to me. Right. And it's the old hag. Oh man. Stuff of nightmares. Right. Um, very classic witch look. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, very, definitely, definitely very classic witch look. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think seeing her in person's uh, cool because she's funny looking. So it's like you just walk by and kind of get a little laugh, right? <laughs> uh, just wouldn't wear her on a shirt. But I do love, I think she has one of the best, uh, I guess I'd call them villain logos, which is just that apple with the green slime oh, coming yes. off. With you know what I mean? With the skull in it? Yes. Yes. Um, not very, not very mysterious, though. Like if I were given an apple with green slime on it, I was not eating that. Just not doing it, right? <laughs> well, no, because so, everyone who goes to Disney buys one of those things, and they do eat it, Chris. That, that is true. Maybe I'm the dummy. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we're not eating. It's probably delicious. Um, yeah, no, I think that her logo and is they up all there take a really, really long best. nap. <laughs> name a better, name a better villain logo than that. I don't know. I don't think there there is one. That's yeah, iconic, right there. That is like because. Snow White's not a great movie, right? You're not going to no. meet a lot of people that that like, oh, I love Snow White. It's a movie I watch every week. I mean, no my favorite thing about it is the it's the Huntsman eyes. <laughs> it's like it's, it's very eyes. It's very dated. Like it's you know, it's a very old film. You can appreciate it for what it is, but it's no one's favorite movie, right? Um, but man, that apple is just so iconic. Mm -hmm. I'd I'd wear the apple on a shirt, yeah. maybe a hat. You know, maybe a hat, maybe, mm. maybe not a shirt. Maybe a little pen. Um, yeah, maybe a pen, maybe a pen. Yeah, a pin, a pen or a pen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the apple's cool. What about you, Alex? <laughs> I don't know the question. I'm what's, done my the, rant. what's the question? <laughs> oh, you asked. Do I like her uh, in the parks? I don't yeah. see her in the parks, honestly. I mean, you see her on the animatronic, you see her animatronic, the witch, uh, you know, not a lot of the evil queen, though. You see more of the witch than the evil right, queen right. when it comes to like animatronics or in the cartoons. She's the witch. Like this Mickey cartoon came, was is recent, and mm -hmm. um, it's a really funny cartoon. If you have not watched it, I recommend it. The um, the one where the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse, um, once upon a, once upon, is a very good episode. It's very funny with the with the witch, and oh, yeah. uh, I think. Uh, I think she's a great character, the witch. I think it's funny that, you know, she can definitely be put wherever and people know who she is. And same with the Eva Queen. You can put her wherever and know who she is. But she's definitely not the villainess. You know, that's Maleficent. That's Ursula. You know, which is why we picked Maleficent as our first history. Yeah. And then we decided to do Ursula as our second, as our third, because we're like, oh, we'll do the first for first and a great one for last. And the evil yeah. will be in the middle. Um, but I think this history definitely is interesting, like we've read so far. Oh, I agree, yeah. I did not realize she was everywhere in every park. I did not realize that. Like, as I'm reading the list, I know it was a long read. It was very fast, but, like, she is everywhere. And um, good for her, good for her. But, yeah, definitely definitely that logo itself is pretty much pretty much the best. Um, I think that's the best. Definitely non... Like symbol, like symbol, right? Yeah, non-silhouette symbol of a villainess. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I um, and I think that even our opinions aside, it's she's undoubted, 
undoubtedly an iconic villain because her movie came out in 1937 and she's still relevant in 2023. I think that's the the mm-hmm. uh, yeah the telling factor over 80 you know? years later. Yeah, and she's still she's still popping up everywhere. You know, they're still selling those those poison apples. They they just made a new ride. You know what I mean? Like you know, just made a new ride within the last what 15 years, 10 mm-hmm. years. Um, it, it's still very popular now. Before we wrap this history up, you did touch on the live action. Now, the in my opinion, that 1937 look with her wearing whatever she's wearing is kind of a dated <laughs> look, right? Yeah. Iconic nonetheless. So any predictions on what she will look like in the film? I hope she looks exactly the same. Yeah. You know what? I kind of do, too, because as much as I don't like it, I I respect it. You know, how do you change something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I, I hope they go very close to the uh, the original movie for the remake. And Gal Gadot is going to be interesting portraying that role. Yeah, um, absolutely. She's, she's already played a very strong character as the Wonder, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be interesting her playing this strong character as well. Um, uh, someone mentioned it in the chat, and I actually did not talk about it in the Quick Facts, but she is very dominant in Villainous. Uh, the that, game? That game. Yeah, uh, which is a game. great game, and you know they have all the villains in there, but she's in there as well. And I didn't know I did not know she was in Kingdom Hearts, but I don't play Kingdom Hearts, so of course I wouldn't know that. Yeah, if they ever come out with a new Kingdom Hearts, I might actually play it. I think they are talking about coming out with a new one. Really? Yeah, I'll play it for like three hours. Mm-hmm. We'll put it three hours into it and then never touch it again. Yeah. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. According to the 1938 promotional brochure, the queen had sold herself, body and soul, to the evil spirits of the Hearts Mountains to become a witch with arcane knowledge and the ability to cast magic. The queen makes a cameo in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. She's seen in her witch disguise crossing the streets in Toontown to get to the Apple Store with the help from Snow White. The queen made frequent cameos in crowd shots on House of Mouse. Laverne died from cancer in Culver City, California on March 4, 1945 at Inglewood Park Cemetery her grave was unmarked for nearly 75 years before fans took up a collection to ensure that she had a stone. The Evil Queen appears in the Disney Channel original movie, Descendants. Here, she is the mother of Evie and is portrayed by Kathy Najimi. The Evil Witch is the only character who occasionally looks directly into the camera and appears to address the audience. The mirror on display in the museum carries the inscription, Amour Propre, French for pride. In all seven seasons of the American TV series Once Upon a Time, the Queen, also known as Regina Mills, is portrayed by Lana Herrilla. We here at Disney think the Evil Queen is such an iconic villain for Disney. She sets a standard for all other evil villainesses to follow, not making them ugly, bumbling witches, but strong, beautiful women who demand respect and fear. She is still one of the most popular characters at Disney, recently becoming more popular with the resurgence of the villains of classic Disney films. Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some three Cheeky Chicks wax melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. 
The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallySinda.com and use promo code DizHis20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallySinda.com, promo code DizHis20. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallySinda.com. Hey there, fellow Disney enthusiasts. Scott here from the No New Friends podcast. Now, I'm not here to shamelessly plug the No New Friends podcast. No, I want to tell you all about the Diz His Goof Troop or Patreon. Now, you hear Joe and Jen and Chris and Alex talking about Patreon all the time, but I wanted you to hear from an actual Patreon member how cool it is to be a member of the Goof Troop. You get exclusive access to early release, show notes, and then my two favorite aspects, the cutting room floor material, the things that you don't get to hear on Spotify or Apple or any other platform that you listen to. And there's a lot of mistakes and a lot of really funny things that happen in that cutting room floor. Also, you get access to the live recordings. And I'm going to tell you these live recordings are fantastic. Between Alex's mispronunciation of words or just Joe being silly or Chris making a really funny joke, it's worth the price of admission just to watch the live episodes. Plus, you get to chat and interact with some amazing Goof Troop members that have me rolling on the floor in laughter first thing in the morning all the way till I go to sleep at night. It's just so much fun, and I wanted you to hear it from an actual Goof Troop member how cool it is to be a Diz His Patreon member. Just visit their website, dizhis.com, and click on the Goof Troop link for as low as $2 a month. That's only $24 a year. You get all this access and it's worth it. Trust me. Dizhis.com. Click on the Goof Troop link. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern time or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Alex, what did you do this week in Disney? Honestly, did not do a whole lot this week in Disney. Have been watching a lot of Bluey. Can't wait for Bluey to come out next week. Um, it comes out on I want to say the sixteenth, which is Ooh. the when this episode comes out. It'll be the following Sunday. Uh, Maddie's saying the twelfth, which sounds like it could be right too. Which means 
This episode comes out. It's coming out tomorrow. Oh, congratulations, future you. Oh, I can't go, wait for the new season of Bluey. I hope yeah, there is a whole season. That. Not half this season. Um, but I'm really excited for sure. Uh, Happy for you. Other than that, I've been watching some Disney movies. Um, I I tried watching I tried watching uh I tried putting on an old movie from the nineties called like Tales of the like tale, Living Tales of the West or something like that. And it has uh Pecos Bill in it. Um, but, oh really? Um, so within cool. ten minutes, my daughter was like, "Please turn this off." <laughs> I was like, "It gets good." And then I fast forward to pick his bill coming on. It was still wasn't good, and I was like, "Hold on, hold on, let me fast forward for a good part." And I kept fast forwarding, and just the good part never came. So it's like, okay, I'll turn it off. <laughs> like, hold on, hold on, I promise the taco bar is coming up. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my wife said. She goes, "They have really good taco bar there." <laughs> that's really funny though um but other than that not really too much this week in disney oh you know what we do this week in disney actually is we had a little party for fourth of july with the family came over and after we went outside and did our fireworks that we bought from walmart for 39 dollars at 5 p.m when it was still bright out uh we went inside <laughs> and i put on disney fireworks fourth of july fireworks oh a lot to, cheaper to watch on the tv screen just so the kids could watch something while we ate dessert cool that's fun so they have that on Disney Plus or YouTube? No, I just YouTubed it. Okay, I because uh, I know Disney Plus has a lot of like little specials like that. Mm. That's cool. I'm sure, your dogs love that. <laughs> What'd you do this week in Disney? So you know what I did this week was I was on an eight-hour plane ride uh, to Germany and back. Right, and whenever I uh, they had a little info attainment uh, thing, a little TV screen type mm-hmm. thing in front of me. So whenever I wanted to go to sleep, I uh, plugged in my headphones to the TV and I, I played Encanto over and over again. So I, so I subconsciously listened to Encanto like like four hours in the past couple of weeks. Uh, and I'm sure I'm still haven't beaten every dad on this planet who has a child ranging from three to seven years old. So I'm sure they watch it much more than me. But I even listened to it in Spanish one time. And that was that was fun, too. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Still an average movie with a great soundtrack. I still that's still my, my take on it. <laughs> oh, man. Average that's movie a great movie. The great, uh, a great average soundtrack. Average movie with a great soundtrack. Um, the other thing that I uh, that I'm doing and I encourage um, anybody who is interested in getting into comic books to subscribe at least to the free trial for Marvel Unlimited, um, which is netflix for marvel comics essentially and since disney owns marvel they have star wars comics on there too don't think they have like disney comics uh like disney characters haven't looked but i don't think i've uh, ever seen anything like that on there but anyway with secret invasion coming out uh, i wanted to read the secret invasion comic which i did read uh, a little bit of very very different than the show uh, which i have watched which i'll talk about in a second and uh, but I do have recommendations uh, for anybody who is getting into comic books that I got from actually from um, my friend Sean, who is uh, Nick from Sandpiper Vacation's husband. He's very into comic books, and he told me to read this comic book called The Ultimates. Are you familiar with that at all, Alex? The Ultimates? No. It's a really interesting comic about. Um, uh, it's like in a parallel universe where there it's not the Avengers. They're called the Ultimates, and these characters have like similar backstories but they're different very different human beings and very very interesting um but anyway so uh read all of volume one of the ultimates i'm on now i'm on volume two and um there's a lot of like um like one that so nick fury looks like samuel jackson in this comic book right and this came out in the early 2000s 
And this one scene, they're saying like, oh, they should make a movie about us. And then uh, they're like, who would play you, Nick? And he goes, oh, Samuel Jackson, of course. And um, which is funny because he ends up playing him in the movies. And this was like, you know, a decade before the, you know, he even showed yeah. up as Nick Fury, which is really cool. But, it, you know, it was said that uh, Samuel Jackson was the model for Nick Fury in that comic. Mm -hmm. But anyway, talking about Samuel Jackson today, actually, I watched episodes two and three of Secret Invasion. Oh, I have yet to watch that. How, how is it? I like it. It's it's very different. And there's some huge, huge um, plot twists and um, huge, not even plot twists for the show, but for like the whole MCU. Right. Uh, very interesting and has the opportunity to have huge ramifications for the MCU in its entirety. So it's really cool. I'm really digging it so far. Um, I know it's off to a slow start on the reviews, but um, but I like it. I, I, I think it's a very interesting, very espionage, you know, type um, type story. Uh, Alex, if you like spy stuff, it's very, very cool. You really got to be paying attention the whole time, though, because these things are shapeshifters and like they'll like walk behind the car and change shape. And if you look away for a second, I'm like, wait a second, what happened to this guy? You know, mm -hmm. Um now, before I move on, because that's really all I did, Al um, Adam said in chat, the Ultimate Comics basically took the classic teams and rewrote them like they started in the year 2000. Ultimates, Avengers, Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate X-Men, Ultimate Fantastic Four. Yeah, perfect way to put it. That's exactly what they were doing. And I'm reading the Avengers one. So I guess I should have been more uh, a little more specific. I'm reading the Avengers one. And uh, man, is it cool. It's, it's cool to see this that fresh take on them. Uh, because, like I said, a lot of their backstories are the same, but they're, the characters are, are are somewhat drastically different. Like, Captain America's kind of a jerk. Um, and there's this face... <laughs> you'd like this one, out. There's this famous uh, scene in that comic where Captain America's fighting someone, and the guy's like, hey, come on, come on, Cap, surrender. And he points to his head. He goes, you think this A on my head stands for France? <laughs> 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 what, a, what a stretch i know <laughs> what a stretch. So, but it's very um like since it's 2000 like there's a lot of like um like <laughs> p politically incorrect jokes on the in there and mm. stuff but you know what's really cool is uh where i own my my business i have property in runnymede new jersey and in the last issue that I was reading, they're like, oh, yeah, we were on vacation in Runnymede, New Jersey. <laughs> and my cousin's <laughs> no way. like, what? Yeah, that was kind of cool. That's funny. But uh, yeah, it's a really fun comic. I encourage anyone who's into comics who hasn't read it to read. It's really fun. But hey, if you do want to, if you're a Patreon or you want to join Patreon and you want to talk comic books, download Marvel Unlimited. We'll start a little comic book group on here and we'll uh, we'll read issues together and stuff. It's it's really fun. So um, if you're interested in that, join our Patreon and reach out to me. You know, before we finish this week in Disney, I want to talk about Marvel Snap. Uh, very sure. proud of myself. This season that well, the new season just started, but last season made it all the way to ninety six. Yeah, man. The oh, ninety six. Yeah, the best I've ever done. Wow. Made it all the way to ninety six. So I'm super excited about that. Getting really into Marvel Snap this summer. Since I have a phone, I can play it on because my real phone's broken. <laughs> uh, but now I can actually snap, so it makes the game a lot more fun. Oh, awesome! That's uh, cool. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a it's a good season this season, man. Yeah, it's a great time to be a Marvel Snap player, as Alex says. Yeah, we won't talk too much about Marvel Snap because we uh, we have notoriously rambled on about it before. But yes, new season just dropped, and Alex and I are both very excited about um, all the new updates and stuff coming. You know what, Marvel Snap is actually kind of what um, got me into comics a little bit too. Back yeah, into comics. That, I know that. For, I know that. 
which yeah. made me think of Marvel Snap because I know that's why you, you kind of got back in the comics as well. Um, so next week on Diz His, we're going to bring back the game show. I don't know if you guys are happy about that or maybe upset, but we're going to bring back a game show. We're going to have Adam on as the host for our game show, or he's going to present our draft to us. And, and uh, we're going to bring on a Patreon to be the third person because there's only two of us. And I don't think a draft um, going back and forth, back and forth would be interesting. But adding a third person definitely adds, you know, a little bit in there. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to do a draft. We'll do of something. We'll be presented it next week. That way we're not knowing ahead of time. And I think it will be a fun game show episode. You think it's going to be? I know it's going to be. Oh, snap. Oh, Marvel snap. Oh, man, I got to cut that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So if you do want to join future episodes, you can easily go to our our Patreon page by going to any social media. You can find the link there and joining our Patreon for as little as $2 a month. Yeah, it's not it's not much. And it, like once you join, you'll be hooked. I've mm-hmm. been here for years. I still pay Patreon dues. And that's not <laughs> a lie. That's not a lie. <laughs> still don't know how to turn it off. Don't know how. No, I just I just contribute. I just I'm a team player. No, I contribute. It's a it's a great cause. And Look, if I'm, you, putting, uh, I'm putting dinner on Alex's plate. <laughs> and I and my own now. And your own. And if you also join Patreon, you can join, you can write in our blog that we have out there as well. If you have, if you're not a Patreon, go read our blog. We have some fun stuff there to read. You have future events you can be a part of. Like sometimes we have a game night on a random Sunday, and also you can be a part of future giveaways. Which, by the by the way, in a few weeks I'm going to Disney, and I will be buying some park exclusive stuff to give away. Oh, cool! That is my plan. Great idea to go to the park I- and buy some park exclusive things. To give away to Patreons. And, uh, you know, always like and subscribe to our social... Like and subscribe. <laughs> always go and like, love... I don't know what they're called on Instagram and Twitter. But go to our social media and go ahead and follow us. Comment on us. You know, message us. Do all that stuff. And that's the his on the evil queen. I'm Chris. I'm Alex. Thanks for listening. And have a magical week.